Right, we're nearly there. What do you want to? What do you want to go on first? I want to go on the bucking skits. Oh, I want to. I want to go on the, the spinning things we've listened to. And 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 then can we can we have a go on the things we've watched, Cuts? Oh oh, and then can we go on the the, the things we've played, Coaster? All right, all right, and then we'll settle down for some queer trans ladies. Oh, wonderful. It seems like there's going to be something for all of us here at Queer and Pleasant Strangers Theme Park. Yay! Yay! Greetings, strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm not Laura Kate Dale. And I'm not Jane Eris Magnet. And welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers. It's a podcast. Two queer trans ladies. We talk about the things we have consumed media-wise in the week. How are you? Um, I'm just realising that we really should get round to changing the intro. Yeah. To be more marriage inclusive. Oh yeah, we, yeah, two queer trans ladies. I mean, it doesn't discount us being married. No, but it was more the, 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 Which... I'm not, Laura Kate Dale Magnet. Oh yeah, I, s- I suppose so, yeah, I... I do the intro to everything that I intro on autopilot. I don't think about the words I'm saying. Indeed. They are the words those, that start the thing. Those are the ordained words. Those are the words that I remember. And if I try and change the words, um, I will never remember them ever. These are the words as was laid down by our forefathers. Uh, so what do you what do you played this week that well, we can talk we, about? We played some boarded games. <gasps> we played some boarded games. We played some more Pandemic Legacy Season 1. We did. We continue to play that. That continues to be a very fun experience i'm very glad we've had a chance yeah. to do again yeah i'm glad uh we're up to what org and we've just finished august I think. uh we've just finished uh yeah i think yeah, so because we've got september august. october november december we did two months and i'm pretty yeah. sure we've got we've got four games left yeah. so um ah! yeah yeah plot, it's, plot, 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 plot. it's all getting very plot heavy it's oh. all getting pretty intense yeah. um we had our first city that completely fell yep on the board, uh, I think it was where was it? Tehran. Yeah, Tehran. Uh, complete, completely fell. That was one of our uh, faded cities that kept being a problem, mm-hmm. and that happened. Those poor faded peoples. Yeah, I mean, generally the board has stayed pretty all right. We've could have been doing a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying this still. Yeah, it's 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 great. I'm glad we are getting to experience it again. Um. Yeah, and I'm I'm also glad that we're we're getting to share it with friends because obviously we did it together before. Yeah, it's been nice to sort of go. I will I will basically DM pretty much. <laughs> I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna read off the cards and I'm gonna hand things out to people. And yeah, go, you open that and you open that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been it's been it's been fun replaying it. My um, enjoyment has not been dim- diminished returning no. to it. Oh, it's 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 good, and and obviously new perspectives on how they want to do things because obviously we're trying to be completely spoiler free. Yes. To you know, to a degree, uh, I'm still happy to sort of say the sort of things that I said the first time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there there are certain things where it's like, oh, we're not going to tell you what to think about that. But I Just... do have an opinion. Yeah, I have an opinion, but it's the same opinion I had last time. <laughs> I don't trust the military. I mean, no one trusts the military. They're the military. Why would you trust them? Why would you trust them? They have a history of fucking things up. We got a card offered to us where it's like, do you want, do you want to do be want able to nuke, nuke entire cities? It's like, no, thank you, no, thank you. No uh, nukes is good nukes. 
Uh, you've been playing more Pandemic as well because you've been playing the uh, In the Lab expansion. I have. How's um, that been going? You've been doing that in single player. Yeah, I've been playing two handers of that on my own. Um, yeah, my first seven games I lost. It was a lot to juggle. Um, for various reasons I lost, but um, the the last three I think I've won. And I am now back up to doing like five epidemics. Because okay, I, yeah. I basically decided to dial all the way back to four just while I got used to it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've, I've won a couple on four. I'm now up to five. I've, I've won one on that. Got very got, got, got pretty good at it. I'm loving just like the extra steps for discovering a cure. Yeah. Like it really changes the whole thing of having a handful of cards and going, I don't, I don't, I don't. I've got. I've not got enough of of quite anything, I've, or I've got four of something and four and and three of something else. Yeah. And then you have to draw two more cards. With in the lab, because of the way it works, you put um, you characterize your disease by putting a card on it, and then once you've got a cube on it from having moved yeah. it around the lab, you put uh, a, you test the the disease using uh, a test test the cure using another cute card of the same color. Yeah. Which will allow you to take a cube off anywhere in the world. Mm. And then lastly, you just pay, once you've got enough cubes on your uh, sequence card, you just pay three cards of the same colour. And so it is still the same total five. Yeah. There are extra steps. There are extra steps, but there's also more abilities to use the cards for partially incomplete steps of the process rather than throwing them away, Mm. and that adds some benefits. Yeah, yeah. It seems real interesting. Because my initial concern was it was going to be a little bit unmanageable mm. because obviously like you're where you usually start to get to that point where it's like I'm throwing away cards and I haven't quite got five of anything what do I do there yeah. is still potentially a risk of that but um yeah it's um, I'm very much enjoying it and uh, I look forward to, to giving it a play with you I like the new glass vials those are those are nice yeah. the cure comes in a little glass vial <laughs> ah what about you? Uh, we played some more board games with that, that set of friends. We played uh, Wingspan. We did. We, we played Wingspan with both of the expansions. Yeah, we've talked about this before. It's a game about like ha- hatching birds and collecting birds and having them collect food and laying eggs and d- trying to have a healthy ecosystem of birds that birds. do. Build a, you build a huge flock. Yeah, you build a, a bird ecosystem that hopefully becomes a bit of an engine and makes various things happen. Yeah. Um Considering we haven't played it in years, and we played against people who play it basically weekly, yeah. um, we did very well. Apparently so. I was like two or three points behind them, and you beat both of them. We yeah. were we were all very close together. Yeah, um, and like because I, I know initially um, one of them was like, "Oh, I reckon James hustled us here." After all that saying, if you don't know the rules and stuff, it's like, well, it's it's just an engine building game. Like, it, it has familiar mechanics that I understand and can recognise. Um, yeah, there was there was fear that I, I was hustling everyone. I was like, no, I've, I've just done my own little thing and I think I've done okay. Like, I feel a lot with that game, you have to pick what your target's going to be very early on. Yeah. Um, and I did try and stick mostly to things that were actually going to score me points. Hmm. I think I did all right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I won, so I guess I guess I did do all right. Yeah. Yeah, it's um it's first time we played with the Oceana expansion. Um and they showed off the the app. Um I don't know if I've told you much about this, but somebody made an app um with you can scan the cards. Yeah. And it will play 
bird song of all the different birds, which is quite beautiful. Like, here is the sound of a puffin. Um, but uh, there is a little Easter egg in there. The Roadrunner card, when you scan that with a app, it goes, meep, 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 That was fun. Uh, we also played Dominion, the original deck builder. Oh, yes. Yeah, you, how did you find that? That was your I, first time. I really like this as a deck builder. It's really simple and clean, huh? Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, the basics is you've got points, uh, cards that are worth buying power in your starting hand and ones that are worth points at the end of the game. And out of a box of many different uh, types of cards that you could be playing with... Like 30 different types of cards. Yeah, things. it's what, 10 get pulled yes. out? And they're put out on the table, and those are the only ten things you can purchase to deck build with through the whole game. There's also the static thing, so oh, you've yeah. got um, money in yeah. denominations of one, two, and, and three. And the point, the point uh, there's value the, There's the three types of point value. There are other point value cards in that box, but yeah. we didn't pull any of them for the but randomness. In in terms of, like, yeah, the, 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 the randomised things that you can build your deck with will be just those ten, and... When either all of the highest point value cards have been purchased or three of the other stacks have been completely purchased, the game ends. But it's like, oh, hey, here's this game's things you can build a deck with. Try and build the best deck you can with that. And uh, you can only buy on a usual turn, uh, buy one thing and do one action. Mm -hmm. Or like play one card to do an action. Unless you have a card that gives you more purchases or more actions, um, and part of the chain is trying to get enough extra actions so that you can do your extra things so that you can combo off. Um, It's a real neat game. Yeah, that's great. Um, We've just played the base uh, second edition version of it. Yeah. Um, I believe they do have one of the expansions, um, which is basically just another full box of cards. It's... It's nice playing a deck builder where everyone has access to the same cards with which to deck build, mm-hmm. because it takes away some of that element of randomness of oh you you got that the, you got the trump card yeah basically. the really good card came up um just as it was becoming your turn and you could buy it and now no one else can yeah yeah it puts everyone in a similar thing of here's what you can deck build with mm-hmm. what's your plan yeah. You don't get, like like you say, you do get those like luck of the draw moments in something like Clank. And if one person gets like all of those luck of the draw moments, yeah. that can really swing but your I game. I mean, there's still some of that. Like, we played a game that had a card called the Bandit that forces other players, unless they have a moat to stop it, which is one of the cards we had available, to turn the top two cards of their deck over. And if there is a... Point, a point value card that's more than the basic copper, you have to ditch it. Yep. And that was playing some real havoc with people who were unlucky not being able to build up a supply of high point value cards. Yeah. I eventually gave up on having any high point value cards. Yeah, and you were... and was just um, using I think their festivals, yes. which have two gold on them anyway. And they also gave you extra ability to play, which really helped. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I got a great little engine going by the end of it, but I was just maybe a turn too early to start going for victory points, which meant that even though I think I finished the game, uh, that 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 was it. It um, yeah. It wasn't quite enough points wise. Yeah, I I I did well, but uh, you were if if there'd been a few more cards out on the table and it'd been a slightly longer game, I think you'd have overtaken me. 
I think I was if I'd been if I'd started collecting points around earlier. Yeah. I probably would have won that. You had a better engine, but I had started buying point cards. Yep. Rather than worrying about getting the good engine. Yeah, that is a big thing with that game. Just the suddenly realizing that you you're gonna have who's gonna be the first to go for points at the end. Yeah. And that was the thing. I was like, this engine could be better, but it's good enough that I can buy basically one of the high point cards per turn, and that's enough to get me chugging towards the end game. Yeah. Like, my my problem was that even in my whole deck, I only had about 16 uh, gold worth of of buying power. Yeah. Uh, Potentially I could buy, like, a lot of things on my turn, but because I only had 16... The most I could buy was two of the the top level um, point scoring yes. cards. But yeah, that was that was Dominion Second Edition, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, let's see what else did we play. Uh, I played <laughs> I played some Brew, yeah. which was one of the new ones from the Zashi boxes. Brew. One. Um, so the art style's beautiful. It looks a bit like um, Adventure Time. I don't know if it's one of the artists that was involved in that, but it, it's very distinct. Yeah. Um. So basically, you are, are people of this village. I guess you're... Um, I don't know if you're supposed to be like wizards or something, or witches. Mm. Um, but basically, you are going out into the forests and foraging for various uh, ingredients to put into potions. You're brewing those potions, and on your turn... You can place a die somewhere, either in the village or or in one of the forests. Hmm. You can brew a potion and you can drink a potion. You don't have to do the brew and drinking aspects. So it's forage for things, look at the market of of four possible potions that you could brew, or take one... So basically when you brew a potion, you get to pick a card off the top of the deck, look at it, and either take that one or uh, put it down and take one of the others. Um, another thing you can do is get uh, creatures. Creatures will have little bonuses on them, so you might have one that gives you points for every forest you win at the end of a round. Mm. And um, at the end of... Basically, you've scored points in various ways, so the potions you've brewed will be worth points. Yeah. Um, potions you've drunk will be worth points. Okay. Um, the forests you've claimed will have a value to them. And if you have... Um, if you have a, a, an animal in your care, it will be worth one point. If you've released it into a forest of a matching season, it will be worth three points. Oh! So you're trying to sort of like gather more, like more creatures than you need. You get a bit of a turnover to match the um, the sort of areas yeah. that you've captured already, and you capture a, a forest by however many dice you have in a forest. If you've got more than anyone else and yeah. more than there are neutral dice in there, mm. you claim that forest at the, end of, at the end of the round. Yeah. And, you know, they're usually four or five spaces in a forest. Mm. Um, and then you've got these two elemental die that will... They can be used anywhere in a forest or they can just be used uh, on very specific places in the village. Mm. It's got a day and night mechanic. So you play the first season... Um, depending on how many people in a two-player game, you'll have like three forests. Yeah. And then you'll have the like the day side of the of the the village. You'll have very specific like the the dice placement aspect there is very specific for the day. And then you flip over at the end of that round to the night cycle. 
you'll do another round of that back to day, back to night again, and then it's game over. So it's four mm. rounds total. It's very easy to keep track of. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's quite good fun. I look forward to playing it again. I played a two-hander on my own and managed to score exactly the same on both sets with very different strategies. Nice. So what about you? Um, I've been playing some stuff that isn't board games, <gasps> if we're ready to move on to that. Actually, I will come back to my other board games in a minute. Okay, okay. So um, I've been playing around with my fancy new little handheld this, <sighs> this week. I got sent to review a little... Uh, a little retro retro handheld for playing all of your legally owned uh, backup copies of your retro games. It looks very shiny. It's very shiny. It's um, got a lovely screen. Yes. So the thing I've been playing around with is the Anbenic RG351V. Um, it looks like a Game Boy. It's got two shoulder buttons on either side on the back of it. It's got an analog stick on the bottom left, which I didn't think I would get on as well with as I have done. Um, but yeah, it is a little retro handheld. It's got a really nice screen on it. Um, I have been playing around with one that has a custom firmware setup on it that is called the 351 Elec firmware. Okay, what's special about that? Um, so the thing that's special about that is it allows you to do a couple of fancy things, like... Uh, have achievements for retro games. So is that the firmware that was installed when it came? Uh, it didn't come installed with that, but it came with instructions being like, hey, install this. And I... It was a bit of a faff to get that installed and get it working. Um, the out-of-the-box firmware ran every console I would have wanted very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, right up, up to, to PS- N- uh, PS1 one? and N64. And, and N64 is usually the nightmare one. Um, yeah. So... Upon installing this new firmware, um, it gave me a lot more customizability and options and ability to do stuff like the the achievements, which I'll get to in a sec. It did require a lot more. It's like, hey, we've given you all these customization options. Everything has its default options. You're going to have to work out how to set those options up to make stuff run right, Oof. which is a little bit of a faff. Yeah, so did... setting up controller stuff, I'm guessing. Yeah, at first I couldn't get the N64 games to recognise the analogue stick as an analogue stick because it thought it was a left analogue stick, but apparently you have to tell it it's a right analogue stick to make it work okay. in the emulator. I don't know. Um... Things like that, and working out which... This firmware has multiple different emulators available, and it's working out, like, okay, which one's going to run it properly. Yeah, which one's right for you? Indeed. But once once I got it going, um, I, I've i yet to find an N64 game that doesn't run near perfectly, mm-hmm. pretty much perfectly, which is real good. Um, is this the thing that was stressing you out the other night? I was faffing around trying to get some stuff sorted on that, yeah. Okay. I was I was having a bit of a stress trying to sort it. Yeah, you were stressed out and I was trying to work trying to work out and you were like, don't wanna And that's fine. I was I was having a moment of I'm not gonna be able to fix it tonight without just like staying up and doing it. Yeah. And I don't wanna do that and I'm in that, it's already quite I'm, late. I'm in autism obsession mode and I'm like, if I don't fix stop it, now it. and if I keep thinking about it, I'm gonna do it all night. Yeah. So I need to just not think about it. Walk away. And I was like, I was like, I appreciate you want to know what's stressing me out, but also if I get into it, I'm just going to want to go back upstairs. And that's fair. That's but fair. got it working and having a great time with it now. Yay, I'm glad. Um, yes. So I wouldn't recommend installing the 351 Elec firmware unless you are very willing to tinker and fiddle around. Like the default 
firmware that ships on this thing. Perfectly good if all you want to do is play the games that... The games. That's fine. But for all that faff, I do now get to have achievements on all of my retro games, and that's very cool, and I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, I was playing Pokemon... yeah, so let's get straight onto that then, shall yeah, we? Yeah, we'll get onto that. So actually, this thing has Rumble as well, which is really cool. Yeah. So for for games that don't have traditional Rumble, like uh, Pokemon Pinball on the Game Boy Color, that had like a little you put yeah. a AAA battery in and it rumbled. It recognizes that and can rumble through oh, wow. the console, which is nice. Um, but yes, it. I don't know how this achievements thing works, but you basically go, hey, l- check the achievements website for the games I have installed. And check if they have achievements that fa- fan people have made and put on the internet, and it will find them. And then Pokemon Pinball, for example, I'm um, playing around, I managed to get my regular pinball turned into a great ball, a little achievement pops up, and I'm like, somehow it's registering what's happening in the game, and it knows I got a great ball. I, I, mean, I guess a variable changes somewhere. That's... Yeah, like, I assume it's actually checking the variables and not just, like, screen reading and going like ah, that's changed on screen yeah i'd but... imagine it's like i guess like a backwards game shark yeah rather than you trying to constantly hold one particular variable or yeah set it it's to a just very watching and going oh oh you changed that variable i'll i know that you did that yeah um that's very cool yeah it's it's i didn't expect achievements to make as big of a difference as they have made to my desire to go back and play old games mm-hmm. there is something about like oh i did a thing and it said i did something <laughs> dopamine dopamine <laughs> got Yay! digital head pats i got digital head pats <laughs> i had a look the some of the old pokemon games have achievements for getting shiny pokemon i'm like oh i mean oh that just for getting a single one they're just like get one shiny pokemon i'm like oh i i know how to do that only okay. one <laughs> what's that <laughs> Oh, I got my shiny... Sorry, completely unrelated <laughs> to this handheld, I got yes. my shiny Reggie Drago after, like, fucking ten months of on-off shiny soft resetting. Oh, I've been trying since, like, October, November last year. Yes, when I the, remember. Uh, just on and off, on and off. Yeah. Finally fucking caught one. I did one... I was like, I'll just do one soft, soft reset after stream last night, and the first one I did after stream, I was like, oh, there it is! Um, well, I'm very glad you finally got it. Yeah! You have um, worked very hard. So yes, I I really like this handheld. Um, the analog stick placement looks very odd, and looking at pictures, I was like, "This is gonna, this isn't gonna be great." It's fine. I've had zero problems. Like most of the stuff on there isn't analog stick based anyway, but it totally works. Does the job. PlayStation games were really really nice on there. I messed around a bit with Final Fantasy VII and that. Ooh. Ran. the The PlayStation One Final Fantasies were on really nice on it, so I was like, "Hooray!" Has it got Vita stuff on there? Um, it's got PSP. Oh, PSP. I, yeah, it's not got Vita. But... My question was going to be about Crisis Core. Uh, there is, I believe, Crisis Core on PSP, I think. I think that's... I th- yeah, I think yeah. it was PSP. Uh, I was thinking so, Sony handheld and my yeah. brain went Vita. Um, I believe I have Crisis Core on there. Ooh. Yeah, so I've... I've Apparently they're sitting for about 100 quid, and I'm like, this is really nice for that. It, it feels like a good build quality. It's comfortable, it's running stuff up to N64, which is like, I'm impressed at that at that price range. It's really weird that you got that, because I think like a couple of weeks beforehand I'd been looking at the um, the sort of Game Boy Advance style one. Yes, the, the, the sort of more sideways form factor. 
Apparently that handles N64 stuff a lot worse. It's slightly older internals and it doesn't And it's like more it. expensive as well, I'm pretty sure. Because I was yes. looking at it, it was like, that. that is the sort of shape I would want. And, and, I, and I looked at it and I was like, I can't justify that expense, well, so I didn't get I, it. And I, now you've yeah. got this in there. I, I talked on Twitter about, like, and I think this is where they, they, I, this came to me from, but ah. I mentioned like looking at these kind of things and looking at, uh, that's the form factor I was looking at. And I was like, oh, you know what, if this is on offer, I'll have a look at this one. And I actually really like it. I mean, I think part of me wants like a, a, a an advanced SP style thing. Oh yeah. Because the one thing I loved about that is the clamshell meant you weren't yes. going to be like wrecking the screen. Yes. And like with a nice OLED screen, like it is, is it's got an amazing like viewing angles yeah. on it. You can look at it from yeah. Real oh, it does. I I'm going to be putting this in my Switch travel case if I take it places probably, oh, yeah, or yeah. or I will find some other case in which to put it because it did come with a screen protector, which was it nice. did, and I've got that. Oh, I've never known a screen protector go as smoothly Ooh. into place as this one did. It's got a slightly raised uh, lip around it that's the perfect size for the screen protector. Ooh. So you line up two corners and just drop it and just Ooh. nice. Oh, it was good. Um, you know what my favorite thing I've done with this is mm-hmm. so far. Um, I loaded up the... So, you know, uh, Star Fox Adventures on the GameCube yes. was originally going to be a game called Dinosaur Planet that was yes. originally going to be for the N64, and yes. there is a build of it floating around. Yes, there is. I got the build of that running on this handheld, oh, wow. and it runs really smoothly. Nice. Uh, it does now. Uh, originally, when I tried to get it to run, I don't know what was... I, I hadn't got this thing set up properly for N64 games yet, and... It would it would run at a reasonable frame rate, but the opening of the game has like Crystal flying in on the back of a like a flying dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Um, Crystal was spinning in circles around the dinosaur, like orbiting uh-huh. it at a distance. <laughs> the dinosaur's head was spinning in circles. Amazing. Um, there was a ship we were flying towards, and it had like a big dragon head front on it. The head was spinning around. And so- everything that <laughs> everything that, that was registered as being a head or having a head was spinning or orbiting. Make your head spin. I don't know how, what happened, but I have a video of it and it's very strange. Amazing. Yeah. So, so has it got onboard screen recording? Or did you it's got, it's, that? It's got onboard screen oh, recording. Wow. Um, I've yet to test it, but it apparently has streaming built into it as well. What? Yeah, you can stream from it. Okay. Yeah. Has it got uh, HDMI out? Uh, it's not got HDMI out. Okay. But you could you can stream it. Oh. You can uh what was what was the other thing? Um oh it's got Wi Fi, so if you've got uh an F a file transfer program like an FTP, mm-hmm. you can move games to it without having to plug it in, just Wi Fi them to it. Wow. The future is now it and is. it's old games. It is old games. And the um, I really like it. It's a very nice little I'm device. glad you have the good thing. If they want to send me one... <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have you been playing? Um, well, I have played some more board games. Um, so I played another game of Uranus. Mm-hmm. It's alright. Um, I think my main problem with that at the moment is uh, I'm finding it very, very difficult in solo. It's a lot of setup and teardown and... I'm not enjoying it enough to justify that setup and teardown. Mm. It talks a lot in a lot of the promo material about it being um, like a very, very uh, co-op game. Like a lot of the thing of one species' special power is that they can help another species. Mm. Or they can help um, the, the two moons next to them. 
at the moment it's been very much a case of like I can sort of half get one thing going and half get something else going and I'm not quite getting there in time or things are just getting blown up or like I'm realising usually two or three turns before the end like oh I can't do this like I did better than last time I think my main problem this this time with this game was that I got I did slightly better but unfortunately um like a meteor hit my planet and cut off some quite vital stuff, which made, like, the last few turns just impossible, really. I was like, oh, I guess that'll do. Um, and also, uh, our local board game friends lent us the first board game they ever bought. <laughs> the first, like, proper, you know, uh, what do they call them? Like, um, artisan board games or something like that. You know, the step up from Monopoly. Yeah, the step up from Monopoly. I can't remember what the name is. Um... Robinson Crusoe, Adventures on the Cursed Islands. Mm -hmm. Um, So they bought this. They've never played it. I can tell you that because most of the stuff was still on the punch board when I opened (laughs) it. Like, clearly they'd opened it at some point and looked through the cards. Yeah. And and stuff, and looked at the manual, but never done, like, a proper proper full setup. Yeah. So I watched the Watch It Played video. I, all the way through, like, 45 minutes, I watched, like, a three-hour playthrough i watched another like hour and a half long playthrough of the first like setup and i was like finally i think i've got this i will give this a go sat down played through it and got like two two days before the two turns before the end Mm. and was like i literally cannot complete this meh and that had been like two hours of you know, regardless of all the learning, that was two hours of sitting there that night in front of the board trying to do the thing, and then just going, no. Having a miserable time, it's kind of problematic in places, like, I didn't see any other people living on there, but the 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 card for Friday is, mmm, mmm, not good. It's not good. <sighs> Friday doesn't need food or shelter. Friday's, Friday lives here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, so it wasn't wasn't fun. wasn't good. The, it's the first it's the first edition of the game as well, so the manual is written like absolute shit garbage. Oops. It's not fun. Uh, there is a second edition of the game, but uh, if, if they've done nothing to make it less problematic, I don't recommend it. And it's yeah, it's yeah. if you want to have a miserable time with friends, <laughs> check it out. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was that was. I think that's all of the board games I did this week. Yeah, I've played a few video games this Tell week. Tell us about the video de games. Well, I've been playing a new video game based on an old video game on the retro handheld. Mm. I've been playing Pokemon Radical Red. Radical. Uh, which is a ROM hack of Pokemon Fire Red for the Game Boy Advance. Okay. Um, so it is a version of Pokemon Fire Red. It's, you know, set in the original series. You pick your Bulbasaur, Squirtle, Charmander at okay. the start of the so game. Uh, yeah, set in Kanto. The difference being, first of all, all Pokemon up until the end of Sword and Shield and all of its DLC are in there. How new is this then? I'm guessing within the last couple of years. I mean, or has it recently been updated? It's been it's been updated sometime in the last year to be up to date with um all of the Isle of Armor and um Crown oh, wow. Tundra DLC for Pokemon Sword and Shield oh, wow, yeah. with custom. Uh, 2D sprites that make sense with the rest of the, yeah. you know, fire red and leaf green sprites. So that's what, 800? Uh, 800 plus Pokemon, yeah. 51, um, I think it is. So all of those. Um, 
Uh, there's a lot of like quality of life improvements, such as um, not needing to teach uh, HMs to any of your Pokemon, taking out move slots to okay. do those things. There's a lot of like modernized stuff, um, a lot of modernized battle mechanics, things like um, Mega Evolutions, Gigantamax Evolutions. Okay, and all the stuff um, from, uh, was it Let's Go? That yeah. Had, yeah, because that had like Swerf and, and yeah, yeah, stuff as a separate. It, exactly, yeah, yeah. rather than being okay. something that takes up slots. Um, additionally, it's a little bit more difficult than the, the base version of Pokemon. Mm. Um, to be like, hey, look, do, do you find them a bit of a cakewalk? Would you like a little bit more challenge? Um, so like, typically, a little more difficult than, um, than, than a regular Pokemon game. There is an easy mode, and there is a hard mode that they do not recommend you doing on your first playthrough. It's like, do you want the hard mode of the hard mode? Here it is. Oh, damn. Um, but like, yeah, on the regular, like, standard mode, most of the gym leaders have six Pokemon in their party. They have four parties of Pokemon, which... It's always very strange in Pokemon when it's like, I'm a gym leader, I only have three of my slots filled. Um, slightly higher level, they use slightly more sensible type advantage-based attacks. And like, yeah, it's just a slightly more difficult Pokemon oh, with yeah. all of the Pokemon in. And um, Is it's Meltan in there? Uh, Meltan's in there, oh, yeah. yep. I, I don't know how you get Meltan or Melmetal, but I'm informed they're in there. Okay. Um, those, those are some busy routes, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Kanto's a busy area with that many Pokemon. Well, like, I, I was playing around in the first areas you leave Pallet Town, and, like, you know, you've got your Rattata that you'd expect, but there's also, like, there's Badu, which is, like, a little plant-based um baby form that shows up in, okay. I think, Gen 4. There's Badoof, the oh. sort of fluffy um rat-looking weasel thing, uh, is there. Like there's a they they're like okay we're gonna fill route one with basically all of the low level early route stuff from lots of different games so you have a lot of variety of low level stuff available at start rather than just here is all normal type rats, um, okay. it's not just your caterpillars yeah, and rats. There's a bit more variation in what you can find on each route than there typically would be, and I've been enjoying that. That's pretty nice. Yay. Yeah, I'm having fun with this. Yay. Is the story all literally the same? Or? Uh, a little bit tweaked. Um, some of the character arts um, changed to be more modernised as well for some of the characters. So you've got Jesse um, and James as opposed to just regular Team Rocket. Yeah, uh, you've got like some of the newer designs for like um, characters who've appeared in later games and had oh, redesigns. Yeah. Um, like it's basically red and uh, red and blue and green, but like it's a little little bit modernised, a little bit updated, and it's Black Belt's had her upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, shall I go through the other two games I've yes, played? Yes, tell us, Uh, No More Heroes 3. Ah, I, yes. I can't remember if I'd started playing that last week. I think um, so. So, yeah, No More Heroes 3. It's it's another game about having a lightsaber and being a big nerd fighting your way up the murder rankings mm -hmm. through lots and lots of, of boss fights and anime shouts. Um, i finished that now. That game's real good. Um, it is... Exactly as chaotic and over-the-top as I would have hoped for. Um, it's everything that I like from a No More Heroes game that wasn't in Travis Strikes Back. Mm. Or Travis Strikes Again, I can never remember what it is. The top-down brawler one. It's like, every <laughs> everything that that game in marketing suggested it was going to be about, like, genre-hopping and wildly varied 
presentation and genre as it went through that it never ended up being this is that this Mm. is that and makes it seem effortless it doesn't make it seem like it's a big deal um i am very curious what if anything the future of this series is um one thing i really like that i've been finding i've been playing it through a second time on stream and a lot of the previous no more heroes games sort of required a degree of grinding to make enough money to keep playing the the main game. Like, if you wanted to go do the next boss fight, you were probably going to have to do the minigames a few times over and over to make the money to go do the next boss fight. Um, this is better balanced that, like, hey, if you want to be doing the cool minigame where you are in a tank shooting off Godzilla's trying to storm the coast, you can you can do that. Always if, Godzilla. Oh, I know. Um, but, like, if you want to just go boss fight, to boss fight, to boss fight. Basically, they put down some ba- some battles in these big yellow circles on the map between bosses, and if you go fight all those, like, seven or eight fights, you will basically have enough money to do the next boss fight. So you can basically go combat, 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 boss fight, combat, 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 boss fight. Which, I like that that's an option there. If you just want to, you, you want a progression through, you can sort of you could probably get through a boss an hour if you want to do it that way, or you can take your time, explore, get all the side stuff, go do all the little side quests, mm. have a considerably longer experience. Like Deathman. Yeah. Oh, I've been playing Deathman. <laughs> oh, Deathman. Deathman's really good. This is a very fun game. Um, very classic punch em, uh sort of beat em up style. Uh, the the like. MS Paint looking creature designs get better the more of it I play. <laughs> um... So yeah, as someone that like really liked the first No More Heroes, second one was like, yeah, it was alright, it wasn't quite as good. Travis Strikes Again was like, uh, this I loved. It I enjoyed it the same way I enjoyed the first game. Back on form. It, it is it is right up there at the peak of what this series has been, and I'm I'm very glad that if this is where it's maybe gonna end, that it ended on a very high note. Mm-hmm. Um and the other game that I played that you were around for quite a lot of yes. is uh, Life is Strange True Colours. Life is Strange. Yeah, it's the new choose-your-own-adventure, be-a-young-adult-with-superpowers game. Mm-hmm. Um, this time, the gimmick is that you are um, someone from the, the orphan foster care system who has the ability to sense very strong emotions in others and... To read people's surface level thoughts if they're to do with that very strong emotion. Mm-hmm. But also the the power comes with some side effects. Such mm. as if someone around you was feeling a very strong emotion. It can be very difficult for you to not feel it yourself. and Contagious. Uh, yeah, contagious emotions. Which um, can cause problems when people are experiencing dangerous levels of certain emotions and oops now you're on that journey too mm-hmm. um i really enjoyed this um it is a little heavy going in places that's it's a life is strange game it's going to get a bit emotionally heavy in places mm-hmm. um but i really like the cast of characters i really like this sort of small tight knit community setting um i like that most of the game takes place on a single street with a handful of locations to visit that you like, oh yeah, I know so-and-so who runs that shop down there and that person who runs that shop. And hmm. it was very much like, You're hey... You're constantly wanting to refer to a map. Exactly. You don't need to refer to a map constantly. And within the first episode, you know who all the, the major characters are. And it, I, I enjoyed it the same reason I enjoyed being a part of season three of Dice Funk. 
that sort of like here is a small enclosed environment we're going to tell a story with a very limited cast of characters mm. i can fit that in my head i can fit that in my head yeah um yeah, yeah i i really like the characters i really like the performances um i will say there is definitely a part in the third episode that feels like a pretty lengthy filler detour um the 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 adventure I thought it was brilliant. No, no, no. And this is what I want to say. I think it's fantastic. And also it's relevant to the first one, because wasn't that a thing that sort was sort of happening in the background uh, of the first one? Was it the first one or the second? It might I have... haven't played the second one, so it, it probably the was one. the first. Yeah, that you could find the people playing D&D and you could do yeah. the little... Yeah. So, I agree it's fantastic. It's one of my favourite things about that, that third episode. But, like... I couldn't help but be aware that, like, oh, this is because you don't have enough for five episodes of the main plot. You, you It felt... Uh... I guess, but, like, that was one of my favourite things in well, the that... first one, was like, I want to find out the rest of this yeah, D&D but story. But, I mean, this is, this is my, my point I was trying to get to, um, is the fact that I could tell it was filler, I could tell it was quite a significant chunk of filler, and I didn't care because I was having such a good time. I think is a testament to the writing and the characters and yeah. the presentation. It was, I can tell that this is largely here because you needed something to buy some time before getting back to the main plot. But like, the filler was the best part in many ways. In yeah. that it was, it was creative both like visually and narratively. Uh, it brought out some really interesting sides to the characters, and like. I would have happily taken an extra couple of episodes of filler in the middle just to spend more time with this cast of characters. Because, yeah, yeah I'll, t- I'll take a side adventure where we go like, ah, it's, um, I don't know, it's Halloween in town and we've got to set set up a spooky fright let's festival. Do, I mean, let's do a, like a corn maze or something. Yeah, do a little e- e- village-wide Easter egg hunt and everyone's like going around dressed as rabbits. See, that's the thing. It's... I liked the characters enough that I didn't care when I was being railroaded away from the mystery. And I think that's a sign of a really well done game. I mean, there's more to it than just the mystery. It was a chance to sort of get on with at least one of the other characters and like learn a bit more yeah. about them in their comfort zone. It, it was, and it... Oh, it was... So, I, I'm, I'm so glad that was in there. It was such yeah. a nice uh, diversion... The way that ended was superb. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I really like Life is Strange True Colors. I was a bit nervous about it going in because um, it's developed by Deck Nine, who are not, don't not, who made Life is Strange, Life is Strange 2, and then went off to do Tell Me Why. Um, Deck Nine has only previously done one Life is Strange game. The uh, other game, the other Life is Strange game that I found really triggering. Yes. Uh, well, no, no, no. Uh, they did Life is Strange Before the Storm. Yes, the other one that I found really triggering. Oh, sorry. I, th- I thought it was... What was... Wasn't it... Was that not Before the no, Storm? No, uh, Captain Spirit. Oh, Captain Spirit. Who did that? Uh, don't Nod. Okay, that was Don't Nod. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, no, Before the Storm isn't a superpower-related one at all. It okay. is um, Chloe... Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, Chloe it's and prequel. Rachel prequel. My um, bad. Yeah, sorry. That's all right. But yeah, because the, the only one they've done before was existing characters that Don't Nod had already made, mm-hmm. no superpowers, existing setting, and they already knew where the plot was building towards. It already been mm-hmm. laid down for them. So I was like, how are they going to do doing a Life is Strange of their own? And if I hadn't been told, I wouldn't have known this wasn't a Don't, don't Nod one. Um, it, it, it feels right up there with Don't Nod stuff. It's real good. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I struggled with Captain Spirit. Um, I think I noped out of that in the first chapter because Ca- of Captain Spirit had stuff. some very specific stuff that was problem for you. Yeah, and there is a similar sort of content in um, in this one. Yeah, that and it's it's two very specific things. It's one having an argument with a parent. Yeah, like a shouting match with a parent, and the other one is. Just this weird muffled sounds of people arguing in another room. Yes. And it goes on for quite a while and I was just like, yeah. I'm not doing well with this. Yeah. For, for anyone who um, wants specific content warnings for the full thing, feel free to tweet at Laura K. Buzz and I'm happy to give you a big list of spoiler content warnings. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a Life is Strange game yeah. in that regard. Like there, there was one, I had a moment that was like real rough for me, which was the... Um, Parent very angry and resentful and some stuff I have some trauma around there. And I was like, fantastically handled. And I think they did a really good job of justifying that character hates the fact they feel like that. But it was still like... it was the thing. It was intense to go through because it was a really well-realized depiction of yeah. that. Like, it was yeah. a very... It was very well acted, everyone involved. Yeah. And... They, they captured that whole thing very well. Mm-hmm. And like... I think I think, oh, superb acting throughout. Yeah. Like the 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 crescendo, the finale of the whole mystery. Um, oh yeah, that whole thing. Like, yeah, we we, we just were... like and and and. <laughs> okay, no spoilers, but the the just the way one actor went from from one thing to another thing. Um, yeah, just like. It, yeah, we, we were both that. We were both sat here like, oh my, oh my, oh my god, oh, oh, you fuck character, you. oh, fuck, fuck you, you character, like they, mm, they, ah, <laughs> oh. like they got us to really hate the people we needed to hate, like, yep. like, like not just think that, oh, you're very much in the wrong, you're the villain. No, I fucking hate you. Yep. Oh, it's, it's good. The more I think about it, I really enjoyed True yeah. Colors. It's real good. And, and I edited this week's accessibility, which is is on the some of the accessibility stuff in that game. Yeah. And um, I very much enjoyed bits from the beginning of the game that I hadn't seen before. Yeah. I couldn't hear any of it, but um, yeah, like like the color palette of that game is beautiful. Um, just the scenery is really nicely drawn. The characters are interesting. They seem to be very well acted. Like the the bar has so much character to it. Yeah, and those little mini games. Uh, obviously, Arkanoids in there. I spotted the, the little fake, uh, almost like Pac Man, but from a side-scrolling perspective of a character in a mine trying to pick up. What coins. is Spelunky Pac Man? Spelunky Pac Man. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's there's so much character and depth in this very small little world. Yeah, they've done a good job. Yeah. Um, so I think that's everything I've played this week. Well then, <gasps> time for this. Oh, I've, at this point I've really just given up on just having a summer. We got all the way through August and just not a bit of sunshine to be seen. No, it's been it's been quite wet actually. Yeah, well that, that'll now, be the climate change. Now that it's September, I'm sure that the weather will. Hello. A uh, hi, son. Hi. How 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 are you doing, buddy? I'm okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Hi. Are you closer than usual? It yeah, feels like... I came, I came to, I came to visit. Uh, y- yep, yep. Yes, you did. I oh. didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't come in August. I was nervous. Uh, yeah. Every, everyone was like, oh, August is going to be so lovely. It's going to be so summery. We've not had a summer for ages. Can't wait to have summer. 
It was a lot of pressure. I wasn't. I, I wasn't. I wasn't ready. I think someone's having a barbecue. But, a, but oh no, that's me. That's me. But, I'm. But but it's September now, which is a month where no one expects me to be here. So there's no pressure. It, no one's gonna go. Oh, it's not sunny enough. They'll just go. Oh, hey, I didn't expect sun. Everything. Are you happy? The sun now. Everything is sticky. I'm here. I need an underboob towel. Somebody get me an underboob towel. I'll come closer and bring it to you. <laughs> emergency calippo. I need an emergency calippo. All drinks will be served with a handful of ice. Have you been locked inside for about the last 18 months? Mm-hmm. Have you really struggled feeling a bit touch-starved? Well, there's a new delivery service in town. Dial-a-squeeze. You don't even have to dial. We've got an app. <gasps> Just enter your details, press send, and we'll send someone round to hug you. Oh, please, I really I really need this. Bing bong. Uh, hi. Hi. Uh, you like that? Second point? Yeah. Okay. Yep. There uh, you go. Mm. Would you like head pats for an extra 20p? Oh, yes. Mm. Yeah. Thank you for your service. Thank you. And, and please don't forget to give me a five-star review on, on, on the app. Thank you. Bye. Yay. That's dial a squeeze. Just dial a squeeze to please. So, <gasps> what have you put in your eye meats? What have I put in my eye meats? Eyes. Um, let's find out what I've put in my eye meats. Um, eyes. Oh, I watched a YouTube video today that... um. Had me chuckling, and I'd like to recommend. Uh, it's on YouTube, and it's called Lanky Kong Listens to DK Rap for the First Time. Okay. So, you you know the DK Rap from DK. Donkey... Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. So, do you remember what Lanky Kong's section of that is like? No. Everyone else's is very complimentary. Like, uh, he, DK, he's the leader of the bunch. You know him well. You know, he's, he's bigger, faster, stronger, too. Everyone's is very complimentary. And then you get to Lanky Kong... And it suddenly goes, uh, he's got no style, he's got no grace, this Kong has a funny face. Um, Very rude. So the way this video is set up is a uh, live reaction YouTube video uh, of Lanky Kong. And it's someone who's made like a really good VTuber skin of Lanky Kong. Like it's very impressive to see. Um, and he's he's like watching along with the video, going like, "Ah, oh, it's so nice that like I haven't heard the song yet, but like we did we did the recording of the video because schedules and ah, uh, this this uplifting track is what all of us really needed." And then after the Lanky Kong <laughs> section, it cuts to him just angrily on the phone at Donkey Kong, just like, <laughs> "No, it isn't self-deprecating. It's me deprecating. You've deprecated me and no one else." Oh, it's very well done. Go watch it. It's it's a short video, but it's very good. I'll have a look. What about you? What have you watched this week? Oof, uh, watch the, the part three of Charlie the Unicorn finale. Uh-huh. That's only two, three, four fucking years late. Uh, to be honest, I thought Jason would just give it up. Th- there sure was a lot of uh, visually creative filmmaking in this one. There was, yes. Um, yes. Yes, there a was. A lot of use of styles. Y- yes, it, it, it felt like an art project, I'll be honest. I mean... I've got a thing I want to try. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having oh, no, a thing I want to try. Like, like, just like... And if there's a series you can do it in, I think it's this. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, um... 
We had to watch the other two to refresh ourselves because it's been like two years since yeah. these started coming there's, out. There's a reason I haven't been keeping up with it. So I'm just going to watch the whole thing when it's done, probably. I wouldn't have watched this one, but it, like we were sitting down for dinner and was like, what shall we watch over dinner? I'll have a look at my YouTube recommendations. <laughs> it's oh, here, why not? Oh, it's here. Let's let's refresh ourselves and watch it again. I'm enjoying it so far. I'm just, I, I want to watch the whole thing. I don't want to watch... Chunks of a story months apart. My long I paid for it. How do you think I feel? My short and long term <laughs> memory don't work well enough for that. Nope. Nope. Oh. It's uh yeah, well, it's it's coming slowly. Apparently so. Yeah. I I'm gonna need to put that with subtitles because I did not pick up almost any of the lyrics from the song. It it took me a while and like two thirds of the way and I was like, Oh, I've I've tuned in, I'm on the wavelength. I've, I've, There's I've, something I've, about a cat. That much <laughs> I can tell you. Something about a cat. Yeah, subtitles are really useful. Oh, they just yeah, everything should have subtitles. More possible. accessibility options. Uh, yeah. I watched the latest uh, no pun included video. Yeah, uh, which is about the board game Iberian Gage. Ooh. I was like, ooh, chain board game. That would be a good board game to play with, Laura. Oh, it's it's one of those chain board games that's all about um. The stocks and shares. Oh, of the... why do they keep doing? Why are there so many train board games about stocks and it's shares? It's a whole and not about... genre of of thing. Like yes, it's, but make, it's huge. make one where I can have a train and it goes around. Choo choo, choo choo. I just want one that's about. Like someone recommended um, Maglev Metro. I think it was yeah. um, to you the other day. And weirdly, that floated up into my feed again today. Yeah. Someone's like, "It's a great game in solo." What's <laughs> that? Like, mm. I'll add it to my wish list and soon maybe we'll yeah. play it at some point and be a better little You can make a little hat. Yeah! Yay! <laughs> yeah, I, w- I just want a board game with nice trains in it that isn't Ticket to Ride. Yeah. Uh, we watched uh, the, the most recent, or as of us recording, the most recent, it'll be outdated by the time you hear this, um, of What If, the, the Marvel series. Oh, yes. Uh, I have put in our to-do list notes, we watched Doctor Strange's Very, Very, Very Bad Day. Yes. Doctor Strange had a very, very, very bad day. It was less than ideal. It was honest. less than ideal. Um, I really like when you get a story that just has a bleak sorrowful dark ending yeah i love a downer ending i i wish more media was confident enough to have like bleak downer endings yeah like hey look this isn't gonna get resolved it's just gonna be fucking depressing i'm like yeah Yeah. my life is less depressing than that and it did something i was like "Eh, did that just happen did that just happen about like halfway through the episode like, uh, Doctor Strange says something, and I'm like, did you, did you just address the... Hmm, okay. And then at the end of the episode, it's like, yep, that definitely happened. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Yeah, this, Okay. This is the most, like, narratively relevant to the rest of the MCU, I guess, of the what-if so far. I feel yes. like that makes it. Yep. It, it's, it's the first one that has deepened our understanding of the core concept of this what if series mm. um yeah i did not expect the doctor strange episode to be one of my favorites so far yeah cuz here's the thing i i like doctor strange when 
he's I like corrupted, fucked up, weird Doctor Strange stories more than I like Benedict Cumberbatch being perfect and controlling all reality and everything's perfect. I don't much care for Benedict Cumberbatch, but I like the visuals. I can live with Benedict Cumberbatch if he's having a very, 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 very bad day. <laughs> deserved. <laughs> very much deserved. Uh, have you watched anything else? I think that's everything I've watched this week. Uh, I watched the new Renegade Cut, uh, which is called uh, Pure Flix Christian Romance. Oh, Pure Flix. Mm, I've never heard of Pure oh, Flix Oh, I'm before. aware of Pure Flix. What if Netflix, but for, for hardcore Christians? Very puritanical Christians. Very puritanical Christians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so he talks about like uh, just a few films he's seen on there, and that was fucking wild. It's um, it's quite a service. Y- yes, it is. Yes, yes, it is. Um, I've also been trying to watch stand-up comedy again because it's always been a thing yeah. I really loved. I did stand up for a, for a long time, you and did. I loved that. And I keep I keep getting things on my face that hey, would you like to see some? Like here's a ten minute clip of a comedian. Do you want to watch it? Yeah. Here's a ten minute clip of like three different comedians. Do you want to watch it? Do you want to have, do you want, do you want to have, how, how you like been, comedy? How has it been going? Have you so far Shit. managed to, no, you've, you've been having a bad I've, time? I've watched, I've, okay, I've watched <laughs> maybe three hours total okay. of, of, of yeah. these ten minute clips, and I'm slowly whittling down through these recommended comedians like, oh, you're just anti-homeless, oh, you're transphobic, you're homophobic, it's, how is that still happening? <laughs> Uh, oh, you're racist, cool. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, and it's just making me go, well, now I just want to go back to not watching stand-up because it's fucking depressing. My my only gut reaction is, is it worth just YouTube searching trans comedian? I've seen Bethany Black. She's very funny. <laughs> yes, but I mean, maybe there are others that exist. <laughs> probably are. That might show up and you can go, well, at least this one ism probably won't show up. Yeah. Um, I mean, I saw one that uh, I, that wasn't said specifically. Uh, use of pronouns and, and sort of some of the material implied transness, but may have just been drag. Okay. And I was that did not go well either. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, that's... Okay, sure. Because they were ripping on non-binary people. Oh fuck off! Like, fuck you! Oh, asexuals. Oh fuck no, off. no, 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 no! Oh. Please, oh. please! Oh, the 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 good old binary trans folks are the only valid ones. One people. Yeah. Ugh. And the, and the fact that they were still referred to as millennials, like what the. F- <laughs> You can't be more than 45. <laughs> How are you taking the piss out of millennials? Fuck off. Uh, ah. Anyway. So that went poorly. That went poorly. That was my attempt at foraying back into stand-up comedy. Don't is apparently the answer to that. Or I'm just going to have to go back and start making my own. Do it, do it, do it. Uh, what about you? Have you done it? Watch anything else? Well, that's everything I've watched this week. Well then. <sighs> Time for this. Laura and I, we've got a new sponsor. Who's our new sponsor? Well, do you want to eat less meat? Yes. 
and and you think that that you would like to be able to get that less meat in a place that is traditionally fast food and best known for their meats. Yeah, I've been, you know, trying to trying to have more vegan stuff in my diet and that's really difficult when out and about on the road, you know, there's not a huge number of vegan options available. Well, hop on down to Burger Sovereign. Oh, Burger Sovereign. Yeah, they have the latest all plant-based burger. Oh. So, so a, 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 there's a, a vegan burger. Yep, it says it's entirely plant-based. There were no animals harmed in the making of the patty. Yeah, no, no milk, no. Not in the eggs, patty. No. 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 Okay, that sounds really that good. Patty, all good. You keep specifying the patty. That is what I am told to say. The patty is all good. What about the bun? Milk powder. Oh. Well, I mean, I guess I could just take it out of the bun and just have it by itself. It wouldn't be great, but... Seems to be cooked on the same grill as everything else. Oh, it's oh, it's just soaking up the meat juice, huh? I mean, that's where some of the flavour comes from. I mean, you could add artificial not-meat flavour. Put some paprika in there. Make yeah, but they've smoky. already got meat, meat flavour on, on the grill, you see. Yeah, Why but... let that go to waste? Well, I mean, it's not You've got really, all the other burgers just really seeping vegan, out meat juice. It's not Why really not? a vegan plant-based burger at this point. The, it's... the burger is perfectly plant-based. Yeah, it's just soaked in meat juice and... Yeah, uh, it's a meat sponge now. <laughs> oh no, I don't want to eat a meat sponge. Delicious meat sponge, no. available from the Burger Sovereign. Um, also, yeah, the, the, as I said, the, uh, the, the bun... Not vegan ketchup, I, mustard, I, I the dressings, the, the onions apparently some... have milk powder in. Can I at least get fries? No. That's, <laughs> that's usually the one vegan thing places have. No, apparently all their fries are done in dripping these days. Oh. Yep. Uh. Fry station apparently sits right under the flame grill. That seems like an accident waiting to happen. It's probably fine. Okay. That's the burgersovereign.lol.net and enter the code QMPS181 and get yourself 1% off your first 100% vegan burger patty meal. It's less than ideal. It's less than ideal. If only that fried chicken place still did their vegan stuff. Boo. Boo. Inside the boardroom of Electronic Active Softworks. Hi. Hi. So, I've been thinking of ways that we can increase sales for our games. Right, right. And, you know, I, I've been seeing all these people, you know, all these uh, hip youngsters on uh, the social medias. Yeah. Um, And it seems like the best way that they get engagement is by, you know, being human people who, you know, can be connected with and related with. You know, they share, right. they talk about themselves and stuff rather right, than just right. being like a brand. Right, okay. So parasocial re- exactly. relationships. I think we, we cash in on parasocial relationships. Right, we and... get people hooked on us as people. Yes, yes, us. The, the, the two of us in this room, I think we should be, you know, like people that they can go, ah, it's them. I associate them with their games. With their games and success and money, and I could be just like them. Yeah, exactly. So, I've been thinking. I've, I've yeah. got a, I got an idea, and let me know what shoot, you think shoot. of this. I'm, sh- yeah. I'm sure you won't see any problems with no. it. Um, I'm thinking of creating a blog. Right. Uh, right. Specifically, it's going to be called... People who shouldn't have rights. Right, like devs, interns. Devs, interns. The guy who brings me my coffee. Exactly, you know, like... We should you know, sack that guy. Yeah, all of my favourite categories of people that shouldn't get to have rights. Yeah. Like, you know, that... People uh, with uteruses. 
Exactly. People, yeah. you know, people who, you know, are disabled, you know, people like that. Refugees, foreigners. Yeah. So, like, here's what I'm thinking. I think we we post, you know, um, executive from Electronic Actor Softworks, people I don't think should have rights, and just put it out on the internet. And I'm sure yeah. that that'll be a very relatable experience. I think everyone yeah, will look know. at my opinions and go, yes, I agree with you. Uh, you are right to hold those opinions. I will buy more of your games. If my YouTube recommendations are anything to go by, oh, that is this, is this is this is definitely the way to yeah, go. Yeah, the internet at large will agree with us. Yeah, as my YouTube recommendations say. Yeah, I mean that that I mean our YouTube recommendations well, is the the pulse. I'm terribly sorry. One, right. One sec. One sec. Sure. Okay, I've just been handed something by legal. Right. They're staring again. Yeah, apparently this is the worst possible idea we could have. It right. would absolutely destroy the company. And, right. Um, right. We should under no circumstances make any social media posts about any of the things we believe about groups that shouldn't have rights. Like interns. Yeah, like interns. But interns really shouldn't have any rights. No, they really shouldn't, but apparently we shouldn't say that. Right. What if I start, like, the Flog Blog? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be all right, surely. Oh, no, oh, no, yeah, no, no, they're, they're back again. Yeah. Yeah. They're staring. Yeah, okay. Uh... Too late, I've tweeted one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, no, oh, they did not you, like you, They you. did not like it when I did that. You are not a fucking genius. Oh, no. So, <gasps> what have you put in your ears? I put, uh, I put one bit of music in my ears, and you that's basically one music it. In your, one music I put in one music in my ears. Mm-hmm. Uh, the track is called "Pretty Little Head" by Eliza Rickman. Uh, it is a track that's sort of um, high-pitched, plucked harp strings, Ooh. contrasted with like low-beating drums and a low feminine vocal line. Okay. Uh, creates a really nice discordant sound, like the the melody versus the lyrics and the and the the beat. I uh, feel almost out of step with each other in a way that's really kind of beautiful. Mm-hmm. Really, really enjoyed the track. What about you? What have you listened to this week? Um, I've watched, well, listened to rather, should I say, uh, on YouTube. Thanks. Uh, listened to half an hour of chiptune keygen music, 8-bit mix from uh, keygen underscore music channel on YouTube. Because keygen's just mostly just chiptune, right? And I love a bit of chiptune, so that was fun. Uh, yeah, it's a nice half-hour mix of, of just some good keygen music. I, I like those good, good sounds. And then there's a 5-hour and 25-minute uh, mix on the uh, Swedish War Goat channel. Uh, top 100 Greatest C64 Crack Tro Chip Tunes Awesome Crack Intro Music Mix. Mm. Um, so back in the days of um, like trainer music and um, just... Like, you've got a cracked version of this game. Um, they would, you know, usually be at least sort of boot up with some cool music. It's... Uh, Amiga trackers had great chiptune music for them, and apparently so did the Commodore 64. But I didn't encounter any of that in my youth. But yeah, it's... um, There's some good tunes on there, and five hours will keep you going. If you fancy a bit of that. And uh, that's everything I've listened to. Is that everything for you? Ah, uh, that's it for me. Well then, <gasps> time for this. Did you grow up loving comedy? Yes. 
Do you miss the days when you could watch a film or go to a stand-up gig and not be constantly on edge that your existence might be the next punchline? It's a never-ending struggle. Sign up for Transflix today. We're a carefully vetted service full of light-hearted comedy that leaves out all the transphobia, acephobia, ableism, racism, bi and panphobia, and other general bigotry too often found in the comedy industry. Transflix. Just relax and have a laugh. So I uh, got the new hypercar. Oh, so did I. Mine finally arrived. It came like yeah. yesterday. Yeah, you've been waiting for yours for a while. I oh, understand it's, it's been like a circuit. I've been on like a two-year waiting list. Yeah. But it's finally here. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah, how is it? Well, I mean, I mean, the door panel's falling off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the, the rear spoiler is just sort of not quite a... T- I wouldn't call it attached. Okay, but, but you know, and like almost... Yeah, I mean, like, almost. It's near. Near. Yeah, and there's, like, a, you know, I can fit my hand in a gap between two of the panels. What about, what about yours? Well, you know, I had to, you know, have some work done to attach the wheels. It was almost yeah. like an IKEA car, I'll be honest. Uh, no uh, radar on this one. No uh, roof. Ah, see, that, uh, that apparently wasn't in there. See, mine, uh, it seemed fine when I started driving it, and then the steering wheel came off, and uh, the brake pedal got stuck down, so I was going in a straight line very fast, couldn't slow down. Yeah, but it's got, turn. like, the autopilot feature on it. Oh, right? that wasn't working. Right, right. Like, yeah, it, yeah, was, yeah. it was a bit rough, you know. Yeah. Uh, also forgot to install seats, I was knelt down on the floor. Uh, I mean, like, I mean, that's part of the experience, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh... I mean, my one, it didn't have, uh, like, uh, the battery wasn't installed. I had to, you know, fix that. Uh, you know, there's, there's, you know, like, user manuals online for, you know, just how to attach that and, and how to do that. And the doors weren't on and my lights weren't working. And uh, But, uh, you know, I'm just really happy to have my new hypercar, right? Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, it's gonna look really it. good on on my driveway. Oh, it's brilliant! Amazing car. Yeah, I can't wait to look at it and tell people I have it. Right. You know, I'm gonna be tweeting all about this amazing hypercar that I have just but, as soon as but I. But I have it. No one else has. Right. Yeah, because no one else yeah. can get it. It's 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 you know it's just just some minor QC stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Elon's a genius. Elon is a fucking genius. I know. Questions, Sam. Let's have questions. What's the questions? Uh, Future Fishy asks, what was your favourite book that you had to read at school, or did reading things for school make you not enjoy them as much? The only thing I read at school that I retained even the slightest amount of, and I'm going to therefore answer this, is of Mice and Men. Oh no, I read Holes at school. <laughs> I've heard of Black Holes. I've heard of White Holes. Tell me about Red Holes. <laughs> yeah. Holes, the the book about the the teens, the troubled teens in the desert digging holes. Are you aware of this? Nope. No. So like, basically, like, hey, rather than sending you to like juvie or whatever, um, get sent to the middle of the desert to dig holes all day. The 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 holes serve no purpose. They're they're not being dug for a purpose. It is pointless manual labor being sort of placed on troubled youth and wouldn't community service of some sort make more sense uh, part of it from what i remember definitely seemed about like demoralizing and being like the point of this is that you are doing backbreaking effort for nothing is part of the whole purpose of like what was being done to them and um then 
one day when someone's digging a hole, something gets found and plot occurs from there. Okay. Um, it's not like nihilism, the manual. <laughs> no, no, no. It's there. It goes somewhere, but okay. um, yeah. It holes and of mice and men are the only. T- I remember more of that than I do of mice and men. Of mice and men in my head is um, Vaseline glove. Vaseline glove and oops, I have to shoot my disabled friend in the back of the head. That's huh. that's that entire book. Uh-huh. Yeah. Never read it. Oh, I no. only know it from you. No, like, d- nothing very much happens for a long time, and then a disabled man accidentally kills a puppy and gets uh, his friend shoots him in the back of the head because the townsfolk are going to come for him because he... Okay, he might have also killed a woman accidentally. Disabled, dis- mentally disabled man doesn't know his own strength and, and causes harm and therefore has to be shot and put down. It's a dark fucking book. It sounds like it, and I'm glad they let the kids read that and yeah. not get all the correct messages Holes is from it. better, by comparison. Those are the only two books from school I remember. Yeah, the quote-unquote classics. Did, did, did you read anything in school you remember? Uh, I remember reading two books in high school. Um, we were made to read uh, Kestrel for a Knave, which mm. was bleak as fuck. And an Inspector Calls, which was mostly boring. I definitely read that and I remember nothing about it. They all did it. Something about... Was there a snake that was relevant to the mystery? Maybe. Maybe. As far as I remember, they all knew this woman from, like, various aspects of their life in various different ways. They all knew her as a different person. And she's died... And then I think, like, they're, they're, they sort of go through their moment of, uh, oh shit, it happened. And then maybe she's not dead at the end. And also maybe the inspector was never there. And it was just about them de- rich people dealing with their guilt. I think? I could be wrong. Some Someone in the comments will probably correct me on that. But that's all I remember about it. Hated both of them. Didn't care for either book. Didn't like being forced to stand up and read as a dyslexic person in school. Um, yeah, like, I I was quite late in high school before they were like, you have a reading age of an eight-year-old. Um, sorry, it's your last year of high school, so there's not really anything we're going to do about it. Bye! <laughs> Thanks. Thanks very much. I really appreciate that. Uh, I remember reading books about chickens and pans when I was in primary school. Uh, I wasn't allowed to read for a really long time um, because I couldn't read all of the flashcards mm. uh, but I do remember when I did get to read I just tore through the red books and I liked the red books they were good I struggled with them sometimes had to sound some words out but got chicken in the end I got pan I got all these things um, yeah oh oh um, have to read no I was going to say talks with a tiger but I didn't have to read that that was read to me oh <laughs> Uh, Kath McGuire asks, what is your biggest, what is, Kath McGuire asks, what has made the biggest impact on your lives, marriage or trains? I mean, without trains, I probably couldn't have come and had that first date with you and therefore we couldn't have got married. Indeed. So trains. Without carriage, there is no marriage. (laughs) Without carriage, there is no marriage. Yeah, I I probably wouldn't have been able to come visit you nearly so often without trains. No, you'd have um, to get the coach. Yeah, and that's real fucking awkward to get to here mm-hmm. from where I was. Like that, yes. that would not have been a feasible regular thing. Yeah. Um. So 
we owe the we owe the trains the marriage. So we owe the marriage to the carriage. Yeah, <laughs> marriage. And here's marriage. The, here's the thing: marriage hasn't changed a huge amount. I it has. I think it's changed us. I mean, we I seem way gayer. I <laughs> like I've joked about I, it, but I think it's actually I mean, true. I mean. I'm a bit, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit fucking gay, but like, if we hadn't got married, I'd still be pretty fucking gay. I mean, you'd still be you. pretty fucking gay, and I'd still be pretty fucking gay at you, but there is, there seems to have been a... a We've a ramped sl- up the gay. Yeah, there's been an uptick in the gay. Being able to be like, wife, and, wife. and not have to caveat that has made me all the gay. Wife, soon. Yeah. <laughs> no. Soon to be wedded wife. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Michael Wayne asks If you had your own Baba Yaga kind of house What would it look like? If you had your own uh, Mucha Lucha special move What would it be? For example uh, Example of Mucha Lucha There is a link uh, Gosh there's three questions here So we'll do the first one uh, Your own Baba Yaga kind of house Okay so for reference There's a Baba Yaga's hut Okay so like Hell's Moving Castle or the yeah, what, what what's was the of... running? What was the running house in? Um, it might have been in Owl House. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I think I think it was some magic done when like ah, I'm testing out my oh, new the house magic. goes for tacos or something. Yeah, my, I'm drawing magic and making stuff happen, and they made the house go somewhere. Oh yeah, they couldn't leave the house, so they made the house go somewhere. Yeah, I think they tried to make the house go for tacos. Yeah. Um. It's a house, but it's a duck. It's got little wings. It can just about fly a little bit off the ground. Right. It's a little, it's a little duckling house and like human legs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, what would yours personally look like? Or is that it? Just it would have little duck feet. <laughs> it's just duck a house with little duck feet, duck tail, duck bill, little wings on the side. It's basically a duck. It's a duck, but it's a house. It's a little cottage, but duck. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, if I had my own Baba Yaga hat, hmm. See, it could be a penguin and sort of do a little oh. waddle. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cute. It would rock around a lot. Maybe something with a smoother ride. Uh, no, like a penguin, because I think it would it would swim as well. <laughs> it's a swimming house. Swimming. Yeah. Um. Okay. If you had your own Mucha Lucha special move, what would it be? Oh god, this has unlocked a memory from deep inside my brain. <laughs> yes. So cartoon wrestling where the cartoon logic applies, therefore your super move could involve transforming or supernatural means could be involved. Oh yeah. So yeah, what would your potentially superpowered uh, wrestling move be? I would um stand on somebody's feet. Mm. And I would get my poi and I would spin them really, really fast as a, and like a backwards three beat weave. So it was just bopping them under the chin. <gasps> oh! And then, like once I'd done like enough powers up, you get faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. And then I would let let my foot go <laughs> off of their foot, and they just fly off into the sky. <laughs> Ding! Oh, I'd I'd turn my switch around and point it at them and download them into Smash Brothers. And then I'd just be beating them up with virtual characters that can breathe fire and things, and I'm there like, ha ha ha, beating them up. I'll do my X combo. <laughs> oh heck! Oh heck! That's that's and then when, when when they get hit, they get hit out the screen, back out. Uh, what are your thoughts on the train Power Rangers? Terms to look at train Power Rangers. I, I, so Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue. I'm assuming. I I think there are other later train Power Rangers. But this is this is the main one. Um. 
I have a Lightspeed Rescue Megazord made of trains on a mantelpiece. Indeed, I've got one and a half of those. Um, yeah, uh, I, it, it's one of my favourite of the classic Power Ranger series. Um, they're trains. Lord. The, the, the best part about it, and the reason why it's so large, and I don't have the set that it goes with, but there was a second Megazord that was a smaller one that all of the constituent parts could go inside the parts of the train. Yeah, so you see that green uh, midsection. Yeah. But behind, like the big chunk at the top, right? There is a flap that can have like a like a plane goes inside. Oh, okay. Because I figured uh, like these, like the shoulder bits had things in them. Oh no, the shoulder bits don't have anything in them. Oh, but yeah, the sides, rocket things. Uh, the sides of the rest of the other trains open up on the sides and have compartments that you can slide other vehicles. Because it was. Um, it was emergency service vehicles. Ooh. So you had like um an air air rescue like uh plane helicoptery thing. You had a fu- uh, you had a fire engine, an ambulance. Um, I can't remember what else that was. But probably a police car. Probably. Um, but like yeah, you had emergency services vehicles that hid inside the trains, so you could have. A Megazord inside your Megazord. Yeah. And that was like my favourite thing about it. It's like, haha, there's secretly another Megazord in there and no one knows. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. So is that on your list of things to try and track down? If I can can find find a reasonably priced one at some point. If you can find one mislabeled at some point. Yes. And if your fairy godmother gave you a cosplay of any character... That would fit you comfortably and easy to take on and off. What would you pick? Oh. Oh. Do you have an answer for this? I mean, I'd quite like to do a good version of that um, Laverne in, in the tentacle you costume. You did a good version of it. It wasn't great. It was the best I could manage. Um, I don't really know how I would make it better, but, like, I tried. An attempt was made. Um... I'd like to, at some point, do the, um, from the Power Ranger comics, the, um, the Draconis Ranger, the, um, Tommy, uh, green and white combo with a bunch of gold, uh, accenting on. Really cool design. Would love to do at some point. Um, I'd love to do, like, a big armor, like, a big armor-based one, like a, one of the, like, the Gundam ones that involves, like, some stilts built in to be, Ooh. like, huge and and built up. Um, what some other good ones that are on the one day I would love to list? Um, I'm, in which case I guess I've got a couple. Um, I would like to do a version of, um, Tank Girl with a 40 Watt Club t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess I could say it's the version from the beginning of, um, Tank Girl's Odyssey. Because she's quite chunky at the beginning of that. Um, I'd love... And I've thought about, like, uh, getting... Because I keep getting advertised these recently. It's like, stop it, I don't have the money. Um, have you seen these, like, 3D printed finger oh, extensions? The, yes, the, the, the sort of skeletal fingers. Yes. I, yes. Would, I would quite like to do a uh, Lady Dimitrescu Ooh. with, like, stilts. Like those um, painter stilts. Yeah. And then obviously hide them under like a big dress, and they just go looming around uh, a, a con in stilts and a big hat. You could definitely <laughs> with do the that. big fingers. I'd I'd love to do a really nice quality uh, Captain Marvel someday. Like Ooh. a really high end one would be nice. Um, there are probably other ones I'm not thinking of off the top of my head. Oh, actually, I know what it is. I'd like to do a 
in the vein of the Gundam one, the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, Megazord. Oh well. Wow. As a nicely built like multi-part thing. That's a that's a dream one that would be a lot of fucking work. Okay, well, if you did that, I guess we could do like a couples thing, <gasps> and I would go as like I don't know what's a good enemy from the first season. Ah, uh, see, all I get, my brain has just stuck on you being Rita Repulsa now and being like, after ten thousand years, I'm that. free. I'd do that. Ah, uh, that'd be a great couples cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Rita's got a really cool costume. That's... Oh god, yeah, yeah. I I would go with that. And that, I believe, is all of the questions. Yep, that's all of the questions. <gasps> well then, time for this. Do you know what I want to see more of? What do you want to see more of? Brochure Justice Warriors. Brochure Justice Warriors. Yeah. All right, Larry. All right, Barry. How are you doing? Yeah, well, you know, it's uh, been a bit warm today, I'll be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've I didn't been, think uh... we were going to see it, but there it was. Well, exactly, I've been, I've been wandering around topless most of the day, just, oh, it's a bit, bit hot and yeah, hot yeah. humid. You know, yeah, 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 well, careful with the sun cream, mate, you know, don't want to, you know. Well, no, I mean, not that inside, important. you know, I've been out, I've been in the shade, but just, you know, oh, right, yeah, clothing. Yeah. yeah, it felt a bit optional today. Yeah, understandable, you know, it's been a bit, uh, a little bit sticky. Yeah. Sprayed myself down a few times and, you know, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, you, uh, you been up as much, mate? Uh, just watching all the, uh, nastiness going on in Texas at the moment. Yeah, deeply concerning, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that whole, uh, uh essentially a full abortion ban. Seems like it, yeah. yeah. And also this, the whole snitching thing. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, first of all, that whole no abortions after six weeks thing. One thing that like was pointed out to me, I think, is is you know I'd I'd heard it said that most people don't know they're pregnant at six weeks, but I hadn't quite realised what the timeline was as to why that is the case. Right. Because um, for most people, um, you're probably not going to know you are pregnant until your missed period. Yeah. Which is going to be about four weeks plus about a week to realise you are late and that you should maybe have yep. a pregnancy yeah, test. Yeah. In a lot of cases. It's going to take up to five weeks for you to even consider maybe I'm pregnant, which yeah. realistically means you only have a week to consider, should I get a pregnancy test? If so, should I go schedule an abortion? You know, six weeks is unfe like it is such a short window of time that it seems very practically designed to make, you know, abortions in practical terms impossible to get. Yeah, and I'm, I'm guessing that's probably the goal, despite, oh, indeed, what people, yeah. despite what people are saying. You know, they, they might say, you know, a heartbeat and this and that and the other. And I've, I've, I've seen a few of them on on the on the Twitter being like, um, well, you know, there's people pointing out quite rightly that there's lots of uh, you know children in need of homes, and and uh, yeah. uh, hopefully they will all be uh, they'll all be housed soon with with loving families who care for them and are very very pro life and care wow. for their. Yeah, no. here's the thing. There's a there's a very good reason that you know uh, right wing people talk about um you know banning abortions, but not don't talk about you know homing you know um you know children needing fostering or adopting. 
it's because they don't it's actually never, care. Yeah, it's never it's never about the children. It's always been about controlling people's bodies. Yeah, it is it is about bodily control. Got a uterus. I'm in. Decided I'm in charge of. That. Exactly, it's yeah, about yeah. controlling the the bodies of people with uteruses, and it, yeah. it that's what it's always been. Yeah, I mean these are the same dickheads that will you know bring up uh, you know the the fear of we're being replaced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, at that point it's like well you know we we have to keep birth rates are down. We're being yeah. Place. And you were saying about the um the the snitching that that whole uh, if you catch someone who has had an abortion after six weeks, tried even to travel out of state or made plans to or like they were talking about taking out taxi drivers. Yeah. I, I hate to say positive things about Uber of all com- uh, companies, but they have at least Lyft. Uh, Lyft, sorry, yeah, uh, they have at least said that if any of their drivers you know do get in trouble for taking someone to get an abortion. They will cover the legal fees. That is something. Hopefully. Yeah, they've also pointed out that you know it's none of their business to ask uh, people where they're going or yeah, why they're yeah. going anywhere. Exactly, exactly. But uh, yeah, it's um, it's a lot, and it's it kind of terrifying. And, yeah. and, and once again, this is going to uh, you know this is going to disproportionately affect people of uh, you know low socioeconomic backgrounds. Yeah, because uh, you know the. The wealthy have always found ways around it. Oh yeah, yeah. If you are wealthy enough, you can you can pay someone to give you an abortion at whatever point and keep quiet about it. Yeah. Do something in your home. You don't have to go near anywhere that you know is a is a recognised abortion building. Yeah, you know. And secret. I mean, there yeah. have always been like secret abortion clinics long before the you know, abortion was legal, and it was always for you know for the People wealthy. With money, yeah, yeah. And you know, there's there's the point to be made that. You can never ban abortions. What you what you can do, and what they have done here, is ban safe access to abortions yeah. for people who do not have money. Because, as with any time you try to, you know, um, completely ban something like this, all you do is you push it underground. You push it to happen in less safe, more dangerous ways. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you're not going to stop people having abortions. You're going to force people to have abortions that are not safe. Yeah, you know the. Coat hanger abortions were a real thing. Yeah, and you know, hopefully, and people it, died. Hopefully, it will not get back to that point. But it's certainly not going to be, you know, abortions taking place in medical facilities with uh, the correct, you know, the ideal medical settings with people who can talk you through things and yeah. you know offer you various sorts of aftercare and what well, to expect. Even just like. Being able to have emotional support afterwards because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to be a devastating thing that you would then have to keep silent because you can't go and talk to a therapist about it. Yeah, you potentially can't talk will... to anyone about it. You know, the the fear that someone might be, you know, because I understand the bounty on 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 snitching is actually ten thousand dollars. Yeah, and I mean, at a time when people are being absolutely stretched to death, you know, there is. That 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 yeah. they've put that in such a way as to just be like, yeah, oh, your family and friends, well, fuck them. Yep. They're, you know, someone with no no scruples or money or not enough money to have scruples will uh, will certainly be probably going or yeah. something like that, and it's uh, it's absolutely disgusting. Yeah, I I, I really hope it it gets repealed. Thankfully, you know, there are people on the ground uh, who are doing good work to. Uh, to sort of uh, lobby against it and try and get it repealed. There are networks of people that are organising to help people 
get out of the state to get safe abortions in ways that are not going to be traceable. There are people doing the work that needs to be done, but it's rough. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a rough time, and I, I really hope that uh, someone can get that properly reviewed before a judge, and I hope that said judge actually gives a fuck, because... Uh, yeah. This is the problem now. We've got you know high high court, uh, Supreme Court over there, uh, absolutely packed with right wingers. Yeah. yeah, it's um, it is a dark time, and I, I really hope that uh, people yeah. can get something good done out of it. I, I will say, um, there is there is a, a not not quite the same degree, but in the UK there is currently an attempt to ban um at home abortions, which uh, accounts for about a third of all abortions in the UK, which is something I did not know. Um, the government is trying to push through a ban on those, uh, which would primarily impact disabled people, um, people who, you know, have various issues with hospital settings, you know, um, that is something that is on, on the horizon and people can be protesting and making this think about now in the UK and maybe should be talking about, because I did not know that was a thing until literally today and well, what a surprise they're keeping that quiet and you know I've, I've heard something recently that they were talking about um uh the age for abortions that's been brought up recently and that they've cited uh bell versus tavistock for that yeah because that's what, what bell versus put... tavistock was all about is about denying uh gillick competency it's yeah. about denying people under the age of 18 the ability to make informed decisions about their well, own health. autonomy? I don't think so. Yeah. yeah no, it's, look, uh, look people, people said I was fear-mongering when I said when Bell Tavistock happened. It's yeah, like, so you know, they're going to come for, you know, abortions. They're going to come for access to... Under, uh, under 18s having access to, say, birth control. Yeah. It, it's all going to be about pushing for every Rolling avenue of increased... everything back to, yeah. what, 1960s? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah what was the point of the last... Uh, Last 50 years, we're just going to well, roll it all back. We know don't the thi- let them. Don't let them. We know things can be better. Don't let them walk away with this. Yeah. That do you hug? Yes, mate. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. Oh. Ah, oh, good hug, mate. Good, good hug. Right. Right. I think I'm going to go and uh, pop the kettle on. Oh, we're going to go have a nap. Nice. Enjoy. Nice. So, Laura? Yes? Where can we find you on the internet, darling? You can find me at Laura K. Buzz pretty much everywhere on the internet. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. Uh, you can find me on... Uh, uh, Twitch Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. That's when I, I do streams. 10 p.m. UK, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Every Friday, I upload episodes of Access Ability uh, on YouTube. The most recent one is about Life is Strange, True Colors. Uh, I got books, uncomfortable labels, things I learned from Mario's butt, gender euphoria. They're all out now. Podcasts, pixel squirts about video game porn. Um, uh, Podquisition. We tell you whether your favorite video games are great or perfect. Dice Funk, it's Dungeons and Dragons. Every season's its own story. I'm on seasons 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8. And then I'm on another podcast with you that isn't this one. Me? Yeah, you. Are you sure about that? that yeah, sounds... I'm sure about that. That will be Polyarmory. It's a D&D 5th edition replay podcast with questionable morals. Um, I think, yeah, we just had a new episode go up on Saturday. So, um, let's see. You are escaping from your crimes. 
Mm-hmm. You did terrible crimes, and lots of people died. But it seems like uh, seems like everything's fine. Oh, you never did a crime ever, never, 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 ever a crime. I mean, it. De- you're used to being in the Underdark where there aren't any crimes. Never once ever did a crime. Not even a single crime. But you've recently done some, what might be considered minor genocide. Never once even a crime. Well, it's even a crime. I mean, it's that thing you did. <laughs> it's that it's that terrible, terrible thing you did. I've also got a red bubble where you can get Queer and Pleasant Strangers t-shirts, among others. Ooh. You've got one of those. Yeah, I've got, I've got a couple of those, I think. Or a couple of things off that store. Ooh. I would recommend the Spookake design. Yeah, you've got the Spookake cup and the um, Wealth Inequality Solutions <laughs> shirt. Yeah, there's yeah. good stuff on that store. There is some good stuff on there. You two could could join that. There's all manner of things, you, not just t-shirts. We could there's be mugs. And... We we could be t-shirt and or mug twins. We could be. Yeah, we could be. We could be that couple. <laughs> well, no, I was talking to the listeners. They could oh, be t-shirt yeah, and you or could mug be, twins. You could be just like Laura. <laughs> Cute and blue of hair. Uh, I Twitch stream on Thursdays, usually around nineteen thirty UK time. I've got, I'm on Twitch and Twitter and YouTube. Uh, I do unboxings for the, the Zatunia release box. That will be ending soon, so get in quick while you can do uh, a look at all of those cool things about me and board games. Uh, I write things over at StoneMonkeyRadio.blog. All of my links can be found on streammylinks.com slash janiac, J-A-N-E-I-A-C. And my most important one is Patreon. Uh, patreon.com slash don't monkey radio you can help me justify a 76 hour work week just like these 20 lovely people Higgins the Seagull Kiri Magic Future Fishy Anthony Tippin um, Anthony Tippin Patreon user you don't have a name I hope you're okay. Uh, Jamie East, Cliff, Steffi K, Tom Bowers, Sean Lyons, Burke, Omegon the Same, Callum, Tallulah, Sean Kearney, Larry Yelling NB, Kelletry, Cassiopeia Swift, Math Tiger, Rob Shothoff, Jay, uh, Indie Monster, Wayne McFerney, and Tales of Inquiry. Thank you very much uh, for all, 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 all of your support. I very much appreciate you all. Uh, I think that's, that's everything. Laura, will you sing us out, please, darling? Until next time, be a stranger. Yay! Yay!